I was like, oh, my parents fucked me over. They screwed me over for life. I'm never going to let this happen to my kid. Three days of being down on myself and thinking life is over, life is over, life is over. And then suddenly clicked in my head, like, I can fucking do everything that I want here. I can almost guarantee you, man, more than 70, more than 80% of India probably has so low self-esteem. More than 70 to 80%. And it's all the way that our culture and the way that we've been raised. It's it's just that. The brain power comes from like an Indian person. Most of the time comes from here. And secondly, our work, I think, is second to none. Because where we come from, if you don't fucking work, you die. I don't think that we've ever, ever, ever been given like a good mentor or like an idol or someone to look up to. We just don't have like an Indian Andrew Tate. It just doesn't exist. There's no Indian Dan Bilzerian. It just doesn't fucking exist. You know what I mean? Like there just isn't that guy. Because I know that these guys are coming up. That's the best part. It's like, I know these guys are coming up. And it's like, I, it's almost like they need permission or some shit to like, no, no, you can fucking crush it, bro. Just because you're Indian or brown or some shit doesn't mean that you can't because it's not accepted. No, you can fucking crush it. But why? Everything everybody has ever done in their life has always been to get girls or to get the girls that they want in their life. Right? So why huh. the fuck is getting girls or something such a taboo thing? Um, That's the part I never understood. Secondly... People teach you how to make money. Yeah, people teach you how to become doctors. People teach you uh, how to build muscle, all that shit. Nobody teaches you how to get girls. Yeah. So how the fuck are you supposed to learn how to get girls? All right. What's going on, boys? So this is a bit of a different kind of a podcast. Um, I know Rohan here from... Someone, yeah. I know Rohan here from like another coaching program that we were both a part of together. Uh, and then I think he, he saw my content and he saw my stuff and the stuff that I've done in the past before, like my entire journey, my history and such, uh, which is surprising by the way, to me that because, uh, you, I won't say snooped up, but you, you found a bunch of stuff that I completely forgot about my own life. Um, so he wanted to ask, like legitimately forgot about my own life, but so he wanted to ask me a bunch of different questions and I thought it would be a good idea to just record our conversation or something. Cause all the questions and stuff that you want to know and stuff about me would just be valuable for other guys that don't know about my history or my past or why did I do this or why did I do that and what order did I do them in and what did I get out of them? I I thought it would just be like a valuable thing for everybody else as well. So that's the idea of this podcast. So welcome to my YouTube channel, bro. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I appreciate being on here. It's, it's like, like when I first met you, it's just like, you're already like an elite guy, you know, you've got like the health stuff figured out, you got the wealth stuff figured out, you got the relationships, the relationship stuff figured out, and you wanted to just make yourself into a better, like more elite version whenever you joined any group. And it's like, it's really cool to see because like a lot of, um, from, from what we got from that coaching group, it's just a lot of guys kind of at the early um, stages of their uh, like journey, just self-improvement and, um yeah just seeing you like already most of the way there it's like damn this guy you know has a lot of experience already and it's it's just cool you know continuing to see you kick ass oh thank you man i really appreciate that uh and i appreciate that more so i think i mentioned this the last time that we spoke to before like when we made the idea for this podcast uh which is like uh, i appreciate that you say that because it's really good to hear that from somebody else or, or it's really good to hear that. And it's not because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking for compliments. Not Don't get me wrong. I fucking love compliments. Like I'm a narcissist and I love my ego uh, being massaged and all that kind of shit. But the best part is because I don't see myself like that or I don't give myself credit for it. I haven't learned to give myself credit for it. So I forget all that stuff. 
you know, it's like climb one mountain and then climb the other mountain and then do something else and then do something. And I forget about all that shit until like somebody else comes yeah. up and he's like, oh, bro, oh, you did this, this and this and this. Can you help me out? Because I think you're fucking awesome. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I did do that stuff. And yeah, that was a little bit hard when I did it. So it's like that. Like another tiny tangent, like uh, with my girl, like I'm, we we're discussing this thing about um, bodybuilding and stuff and making like what kind of content should I make or something? Uh, and, and, yeah. you know, I just, we're discussing things and she just goes like, babe, that, what the fuck? I didn't know that. I didn't know about that. You should make a video about that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, that's very basic. I'm like, that's, you know, like everybody should know that. <laughs> and she's like, no, people do not know that. <laughs> so she's like, yeah. no, you have to make videos like this. So that's a, I, I, there's like a disconnect between the stuff that I know. And I just go like, oh, everybody should know this shit or something like that. Oh, but, okay. but I appreciate, I appreciate the compliment. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, what are you eating by the way? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you can see this, but so it's like chicken and rice. Um, so I went to the gym. I crushed legs. Uh, insane workout. <clears throat> I had my uh, oatmeal shake, half of my oatmeal shake in the morning. This is 300 grams of chicken, 200 grams of rice. Yeah. No, 300 grams of rice, 200 grams of chicken. No peppers. Which I should have some vegetables in there. See, I didn't have broccoli, so you know that I'm not a bodybuilder. So if I had broccoli, that would have made me a bodybuilder. Oh, yeah, you're right. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm just a fitness influencer, you know? Um, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, so this is one meal. Uh, I have another copy of the exact same meal. And then the last meal, the fourth meal is going to be the second half of the shake. Um, and yeah. all this stuff makes like 2,300, 2,600 calories, which, cause I'm on like a mini cut. I'm like a 1300 calorie deficit. Like I'm, I'm dropping weight like really fast for, for, for like a mini cut something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. That's good though. Cool. Yeah, so actually one of the uh, first questions I want to know about you is how did you get your self-improvement journey started? And was it like difficult to, first of all, I guess, achieve your elite body and also like focus on, you know, girls and, and, uh, you know, like the business, like did you do that one after another or did you kind of all like tackle it all at once? And, you know, Um, okay, so... So let's just start off with the first part, which is like, how did I even start off in self-improvement? Yeah. <clears throat> and this, what, what I'm going to say is going to sound fucking ridiculous. It's going to sound fucking hilarious, uh, but it's true. And uh, I even remember saying this. I don't think I told this to my girlfriend, to be honest. I don't think I've told her about this, but um, uh, I remember there's this other girl that I was dating like a long time ago, like a long time ago. And I, I told her about this and she was like, she like face bombed me like really hard. But um, so I, I, it's very weird. I grew up um, like, I grew up like skinny and frail and weak and stuff and not really good at sports per se. Um, the only sport that I ended up being good at was um, was a soccer. And it's really weird how I got at it. Like one day I just snapped in my fucking head and I was like, no, no, I, I like the sport and I am fucking sick and tired of getting pushed around by everybody else. And I suddenly became really good only at that sport. So I didn't really, but I was a young kid, bro. I was like fucking 12, 14, some shit like that. So anyway, so I remember that. And I remember that I took soccer was like the first football. It was the first thing in my life that I ever took seriously. But it didn't click in my head as a 12, 14 year old kid that if I can do this for this, I can do this for everything. It didn't click in my head like that. I was just like, oh, no, no I just I just want to be a good football player. But uh, I didn't really do anything anywhere else. Uh, anyways, long story short, I was very weak at, at football. So that really depressed me that I couldn't really do well. I was weak. Like I was very skinny and frail. If you've seen my old pictures or something, very skinny uh, kid growing up. Um yeah. 
and uh, uh, you know like a really bad uh, i mean now we know the word is social anxiety but like back then just didn't have the fucking confidence to talk to people especially girls right uh, and as a young man you want to talk to girls and stuff so i knew that the girls here's the funniest part the girls actually did like me looking back the girls did like me i just didn't have the balls to go up and talk to them uh, so that made yeah. me hate myself and i just hadn't, didn't have a good physique i was like w- really weak and really skinny that didn't make me feel good with respect to self esteem and self confidence and shit um and right. i wasn't like the smartest guy or something i was really s- smart in the sense i got i scored like 100 out of 150 out of 50 uh in like my 5th and 6th grade but then after that i didn't and then uh, and then it was like i was always chasing that identity of that kid that used to be that good but is never that good anymore so then that kind of hit me too anyways long story short what i realized was um very fucking weird shit like oh dude i'm i'm not strong because i'm not a vegetarian because of some bullshit that i heard back then i was like oh i'm not strong because i'm not a vegetarian so i was like blaming my parents oh no my life is shit because my you know my parents screwed me over and they didn't make me a vegetarian blah 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 like a bunch of stupid yeah, yeah, yeah. shit i was blaming them for like a bunch of stupid shit uh like all kinds of yeah. stuff you know i i'm bad at this and i'm bad at that because my parents did this and my parents did that and 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 this is the whole point i basically was thinking in my head you know when i have kids i'm never going to let that happen to my kid Yeah. that's what i was thinking in my head and that you know how old i was like 17 and a half 18 years old like i was literally in my first 6 months of university or something my literally my first 6 months or something of uni or maybe the end of my first year of uni i was like uh my parents fucked me over they screwed me over for life and uh and um i'm never going to let this happen to my to my kid so that thought stayed with me for like a day in 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 school and university and i was like fucking depressed and then it stayed me for with me for like another day so anyways yeah so i was depressed for one day you know with that thought or something and then i was depressed for another day with that same fucking thought you know my they screwed me over everywhere in my physique and my girls screwed me over everywhere and then i was depressed for a third day and then some fuck i don't know what happened but like somehow it just clicked in my head like you fucking retard you're 18 years old yeah it just clicked in my head somehow like you fucking imbecile you're fucking 18 years old like what do you mean like your life is ruined like you have literally the rest yeah. of your entire existence to change everything it just clicked i don't know what happened i it, there wasn't a movie that i watched there was nothing i didn't do anything it just 3 days of being down on myself and thinking life is over life is over life is over and then suddenly it clicked in my head like i can fucking do everything that i want here like uh, so there's nothing stopping me nobody stopping me nothing and literally i think I, as soon as that happened that thing clicked in my head i just decided the first thing i want to do is i want to like get a jack body like i want to get like a six pack you know i want i want to make muscle it's the first thing i want to do is like i want to get a six pack and that's basically yeah. how my self improvement started from like the weightlifting thing nice okay that was the age of 18 yeah oops sorry dang yeah yeah you, you just had that moment where you're like all right it's time to start taking action and you know get going yep that's yeah that's pretty crazy i i was still um, not good at, at uni or something i wasn't i was still actually you know what yeah well yeah i still wasn't good at uni or anything and i still wasn't good at girls or with girls um i never fixed that shit sorry <clears throat> i never fixed that shit until like 28 29 um the girl part and the academic shit uh you know like growing up i just thought i was stupid or something i did i just thought i wasn't good at school or something like that even though i was fucking yeah. uh, i was a wizard with math like my logic is amazing my math is amazing um you know stuff like that so i didn't really understand that like engineering stuff i'm actually like really good at but it didn't click in my head because i wasn't getting good marks in school You know, if right. you ask me to solve problems, I could solve them, but I wasn't getting the marks in school that I was supposed to get, supposed to get uh, as a good, smart kid. So I just thought I was stupid or something. Um, and here's the best, literally the best part. I flunked seven subjects in in university. Uh, this I've mentioned before. 
uh, I've flunked seven subjects in university. And if you sub, uh, flunk like five subjects or something in a year, then you're supposed to repeat your grade. Um, yeah. But I got lucky that I flunked X many subjects in the first part and the X many so many. So it didn't become more than five or something. So, you know, I was kind of like lucky there. And I even remember that um, my best friend who's here in Canada right now, he used to come back from Canada back home and I couldn't meet him because I was there on the stupid fucking vacations like New Year's and all that shit trying to like do my failed subjects. So I got so fucking pissed. I was like, dude, I am never going to, you know, I'm going to crush all these exams and get this shit out of the way because I'm never going to let this thing happen again. So it's not that I became better at studying. I just learned how to crack the exam. So I, I, I made my own method of studying. It's called, it's on my YouTube channel. It's called the vomit method. How do you crack exam? It's called the vomit method. And I came up with my own method yeah. of cracking the exams and all that kind of shit. So that's how I, I finished off engineering too. <laughs> so that, that was something else. Dang. Yeah. Okay. So, so you were able to like hack your own brain basically. And cause <clears throat> I feel like when, you know, when, when you're, you're getting bad grades, you can also get into your head and think, Oh, I'm a failure and, and stay there, you know? And it's but, said that to you by everyone. It's, it may not be said here, but it, at home, it's told to you by everybody. My, my mom, my parents told me, my teachers told me, you know, other people kind of... In India, everybody fucking rails you for not getting good grades. Like, they, you're stupid. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. It, the teachers like fucking rail you. They destroy your self-esteem. They fucking rail you. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go and play more football. You know, go, go do this. That's good for you, right? Yeah, fail your subjects and exams. They do that all the fucking time. Uh, and, and um you know the Sharmaji effect or do you not know you know what the Sharmaji effect is no are you born I, raised I in the u.s in ah yeah. okay so the Sharmaji effect in india you will know this ask any of your friends from back home the Sharmaji effect yeah. is um i got 90 percent, but that kid my neighbor sharma his kid got 95 percent. so there it's like okay. Sharmaji's son got 95 why didn't you get 96 that's what it is. It's yeah. it's never like a. It's not like a, yeah. It's never like oh you go you were from here to here. Fantastic! I'm proud of you. It's always like why did why didn't you do better than that kid? You know something like that. Yeah. Uh, and it never yeah. ends because Sharmaji is like literally world like all of India's number one, and that guy literally gets like hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. So it like never ends. So it's like that. But yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. So everybody tells you that yeah, shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So, so tiny little tangent, uh, this is, so I've been yeah. very open about my, you know, not lack of, but like my struggles with self-esteem, I've been very open with my struggles with self-esteem and shit. And it's just some shit in your head. It's not like I have low self-esteem. It's like the thoughts from low self-esteem come and I have to be like very cognizant about it because for my entire life, I didn't know that I was getting low self-esteem thoughts. I just thought they were like natural thoughts. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, and yeah. yeah, I didn't know that, that was like an issue. I didn't know that was like a not true thing kind of a thing i just thought that was like actually yeah. how my brain behaves or something I, i'm just not good i actually thought i was actually just not good enough that's what i used to think um yeah. but uh but here's the other thing and, and i i can almost guarantee this i can almost guarantee you man more than 70 more than 80 percent of india probably has so low self-esteem more than 70 to 80 percent and it's all the way that our culture and the way that we've been raised it's it's just that yeah just that and people probably don't you know think, about it. Yeah. Do you think that's something that, um, yeah, I guess you can overwrite and, and help overwrite, like, at a, at a younger age? Like, I guess your, your viewers watching this channel who are back home in India, um, yeah, you know, I, I really want to hope this, this helps them. 
and you know they they know that they can they can change that thought pattern. So. No, hundred percent, and yeah. I think I think that's the reason why I've been so open and shit about it because um, I mean here's so here's here's like how do I put this? It's it's like a funny part about like I'm almost like patriotic here or some shit, but yeah. I'm really fucking mad about the fact that Indian people are just the butt of every joke everywhere, everywhere. Like oh, yeah. all the fucking, I hate it. It's 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 okay. It's cool slash it's understood. It's okay for like an Indian uh, for. To someone, for someone to be racist towards an Indian person, number one, and even more towards an Indian man, like it's the I I don't understand why it's like an accepted thing or some shit. All our stereotypes in the TV shows and movies, like um, what's that? Uh, the nerd show, the nerdy TV show, fucking Penny oh, and the uh, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. So you know the Indian guy who can't talk to girls and he's yeah, fucking yeah, weird and yeah. you know depends on his parents for money and all that oh, shit. Yeah. And, and and like there's like yeah. a trillion of them. Like I don't have other ideas, but I've heard the Simpsons, Apu, oh, and this and the. Well, uh, you know, it's, we've seen it. Yeah, You've yeah, seen yeah. it everywhere. But it's cool for like the Indian guy to be the butt of the joke or some shit. But the ironic part, the, here's the patriotic part, which is going to sound even more ironic because I fucking hate India to some extent too, and my people too. Uh, but the ironic part is, I think, dude, bro, we're fucking geniuses. The world literally is on our shoulders, like on our brains. Like it's it's always Indian people that always fucking are the people that are the workhorse everywhere. Whether engineering, whether doctor, whether law, whether coming up with like new shit or something. It's always like the brain. The brain power comes from like an Indian person most of the time. Comes from here. And secondly, our work I think is work I think is second to none, because where we come from, if you don't fucking work, you die. There's no. There's no. Do you know what I mean? It's like that thing. There's no like. Uh, what is the word there? What's that thing? Um, it literally is for survival. Like, there's no like, oh, I don't feel like it, or I can't do it, or blah blah blah. You die if you don't get it. So there's like, there's no second option. So that's why I work. I think it's second to none. Um, and I've heard this yeah. being said, and it's true too. Like, an Indian person can go literally anywhere in the fucking world and make shit happen for himself. Like, I always, you always see that happen. Like, Indian people go literally anywhere in the fucking world across the oh, world. Yeah. And they fucking always make shit happen. You'll always see Gujarati people having like fucking amazing restaurants. You'll always see some other guy fucking yeah, yeah. having amazing this thing. It's all, they fucking crush it everywhere. And the reason is simple because you come from like that doggy dog thing. And then you come here to compete with like a Western person who's going to complain about depression and complain about my mood and complain about blah, blah. And like my teacher did this or something. And you know, it's everybody else's fault. And like the other guys, like I don't, there's no concept of mental health. I'm just going to fucking work my ass off to everything for everything. So, you know, there's yeah. no, there's no complaints. There's no excuses. So, um, yeah, long story short, basically, yeah, I think I, I'm sick and tired of that shit. And I know that not only are we capable, but we are these real fucking people. It's just, I don't think that we've ever, ever, ever been given like a good mentor or like an idol or someone to look up to. We just don't have exactly, like an Indian yeah. Andrew Tate. It just doesn't exist. There's no Indian yeah. Dan Bilzerian. That just doesn't fucking exist. You know what I mean? Like there just yeah. isn't that guy. I mean, the only only idols or something that we have are all actors and film stars. We're all fucking exactly. dickheads. They're all yeah, dumbasses. Nobody gives yeah. a shit about no. What the? F- I mean, they did good in movies. That's cool. But like, nobody fucking what? Fuck that shit. Nobody cares about that shit. But like, there's no idols or something for like a self-made man. Good physique, works on, has really good social skills, has good self-confidence, and made his own fucking money. You know, all that kind of shit. That just doesn't. I, I just never had that growing up. So I I, I really wanted to be that guy. I, I I totally understand. Okay, and and that's that's you. Yeah, tried to become as to, to the best of your ability. Well, I'm still becoming it, right? Right. I'm still working towards yeah. it, right? Um, like I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm only where I am, where I am right now. But like, 
but I, I mean, I, I'm very happy with the progress I made with my, with my gains already, with my game already, with my yeah. finances already, with my mental health already. So, and I get like people reaching out to me, like literally saying, bro, I fucking love your shit. I'm so glad that I found your stuff. You know, like I, I love that shit. So it, it makes yeah, me feel yeah. good. So that like pushes me even more because I know that, because I know that these guys are coming up. That's the best part. It's like, I know these guys are coming up and it's like, I, it's almost like they need permission or some shit to like, no, no, you can fucking crush it, bro. Just because you're Indian or brown or some shit doesn't mean that you can't because it's not accepted. No, you can fucking crush it. 100%. But yeah, something like 100%. that. Yeah. Did you ever have the thought that, um, oh, I'm brown, I can't do this, I can't do that? And All the fucking time. <laughs> How did All you, the fucking time. Yeah. yeah. How did you overcome that with, with each and everything? You just gave yourself permission, like you said? Um. So there's, well, it's actually, like, it's not even like a, if you just think about it, like what options do you have? Right, like, what option do you have? Like, I know that these guys, the, because I make so much content on game, like people keep coming to me asking me about the same fucking shit about game. Actually, but it's the same thing with uh, bodybuilding too. But people keep asking me about the same thing about game again and again, bro. How much harder does an Indian guy have to work versus a brown guy or a black guy? And the thing is, if I tell, th- th- that's why I don't want to give them the truthful answer because the, the truthful answer is very hard. In the West, the truthful answer is very hard. Like, if you ask me how yeah. hard, I'm going to say, like, 10 times hard, but possibly more. Not even joking. Like, I'm not, like, pulling numbers out of my ass. I, I have been on all boot camps. I've been with these guys. I've worked with the fucking white guys and transformed their fucking physiques. And I see their fucking results in front of my fucking eyes. And I see my profiles. And I see their profiles. And I see h- how I behave with girls. And I see how they behave with girls. And it's not fair. It just isn't, right? Like, it just isn't. Uh, but okay. what is my option? Like, is my option to just sit at home? smoke weed, jerk off, play video games. Like, how long am I going to do that? Right? How long? Like, is that going to make me fulfilled? No. So, like, how long can I possibly do that? So, if you can't do that, then the only other option is do the best that you could possibly do to get the results that you want. Right? So, even if you do have to work 10 times as hard, uh, and especially with girls, it's almost like, if you're going for like a hundred lay count, yes, it's going to be way harder because yes, the numbers are way harder. But if you're going for like a quality fucking girl, um, maybe somebody else may only need to work a month to get a quality girl because they just get so much more volume, but you can get a fucking quality girl in like six months. I mean, it's like a long time. Six months is a long time. I mean, cause even in the past two months I did a game, I think I definitely met like one quality girl in like just two months, three months, maybe something like that. So, and my girl's fucking yeah. ultra quality. So like it's doable, it's there, it's out there. So it's like, what do you want kind of a thing? Right. It's, so it's, there's no, there's no, there's no quitting. There's no, there's no, um, there's no purpose of quitting there's no point of quitting about that thing it's something like that i mean it's good yeah i don't even know how else to say it's like it's really weird this this is another thing that came to my head when i came into the country and i was doing the fitness thing i met this other couple who's in fitness in the fitness business industry and the the guy is white he's like dutch or polish or i forget what he is and the woman is black so they're an interracial couple, right? And they wanted to meet with me because I'm one of the only, I'm the youngest strength and conditioning coach from my country. I'm one of the only guys in the entire world. There's this book called Super Training. I forget how big it is. I forget. It's like fucking huge. I forget how big it is. The The point of the book is that the book is so big that nobody has read it. That's the whole point of that book. Seriously. So I told them that I read Super Training and that's why they wanted to meet me. They didn't want to meet me for other shit. Of course, my resume was cool. But they're like, you've read Super Training? Who are you? You know, that's how they wanted to, That's why they wanted to meet me. So when I met them, this lady actually said to me, listen, you're going to have a hard time in the industry. And I was like, why? 
and she's like because you're brown um yeah. and even that to me was like i it didn't click in my head then but like it clicked after it was like that's a very stupid thing to say to someone like don't tell them that you know what i mean like don't like if i go out with my other gaming guy friends and i tell them about results or the lack of results they 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 tell me that shit bro it is much easier for like a but don't tell me that shit why are you telling me that shit yeah i mean it doesn't help me in any fucking way it act i know they're doing it to make me feel good but it doesn't help me in, because now it's the seed in my fucking head oh it's not my effort it's this it's not my effort it's this it's i hate that shit um so but but uh, just to be on, just to be clear i'm still doing way better in terms of anything like getting clients servicing clients uh, making the money out of it yeah. putting my stuff out there on youtube oh, under yeah. everything more than every other white guy black guy xyz guy that i know of everybody that cleared my college and my university my professor ev- i'm doing better than every single one of them and this isn't a cockiness thing it's just because i've been making content for so long and my results speak for themselves boom yeah right so at that point it doesn't matter if you're black white brown or something cuz i'm getting them the fucking results that they want so <laughs> So yeah. Just that persistent output and and just years of hustle. Yeah, so the the brown thing, like does it bother you? No, I've never had that thought. Um my actual thing <laughs> was I'm underweight and you're on the way? No, I'm underweight. Underweight. I've okay. always been skinny. Yeah, I've always been skinny my entire life. Yeah. I I never I never had to like Oh, I'm brown. You know, I I can't do X, Y, Z. It's always I'm skinny. You know, I I I can't get girls because I'm skinny. Which okay, okay. Um, or you know, I have to get bigger because um, you know, being skinny doesn't really have any benefits. So that's kind of like you know, I I that's that's why I got into bodybuilding, um, and and just really got into the whole self improvement journey. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I just want to get away from the old me and, and bring like a new me. So. so let me, let me, like, this is going to break your brain. I don't know if I can, uh, let me see if I can find it, but I don't want to do it on the thing. I, fuck it, I'll, I'll send it to you after, I think. Um, there's a, okay, let me, let me try and find it. Fuck it, let's do it. Uh, oopsies. There's a, there's, so I found this article, bro. where uh, yeah. uh it's not an article sorry it's a youtube uh on youtube bro what the fuck is it uh it's a, it's a it's a study it's a study about how indian people our genetics southeast asian genetics are actually superior yeah. to white genetics for bodybuilding and muscle gain and all that shit uh yeah. except it, except our thing works like is a as a booster thing up and down If we let ourselves go, we eat the shit diet that white people, black people, western people eat, then it it works yeah. way against us. But if we train hard and we eat right, we actually get better results on them. So it's like that. Yeah, I'm trying to find the I don't know where I'm putting it in the video. Yeah, let's go find it. I'm trying to find that uh study was it? no, it's not even here. Oops. I think is this the no that's different. I'm just trying to find that, you know, that that thing um yeah. cuz I think you would I think you would find that cuz even when I found it I was like, dude, that's insane. Um 
think this is the. That's right. So anyway, while that, I find like, it, go ahead. Yeah. No, basically, like winners win, like losers lose. Like if you let yourself get the losers mentality, you're going to continue to go down that path. But if you get the, like it's it's within us that if we have that winners mentality, that we're going to continue to improve. Is that basically what it's saying? Uh, here. Where do you go? Can I share this? Present now. This is the one. Can you see this? Let me know. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Um, so these guys are Indian guys from like, the 1930s or something that made the most yeah. fucking look at look at how fucking sickening their nice, physiques yeah. are. Right? They look pretty sick, yeah. yeah. They're fucking ridiculous, right? They, they, they're, they're considered enhanced at this point in time. By the way, steroids came out in, after 1930, so clearly they're not. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, they're short, undoubtedly, for sure. But it doesn't really make a difference because the, the, the amount of muscle mass and fat and everything else that they have, that you're looking at the body composition. You're not really looking like, is he Mr. Olympia level or some shit or not? You're looking at the body composition and shit. Yeah. Um, where was that beautiful context? I think one of these guys somewhere... Uh, yeah, here, here, here. So there's all these muscle mass uh, studies and all that kind of shit. Why European, South Asian? Look at this. South Asians have more lower body muscle mass change, total ma- lean mass muscle mass change. Pre and post. Can you highlight Look at the this. text? Uh, well, so, this, so, the, so the black one, this black thing is South Asians. This. This is us. Hold on. This black thing okay. is South Asians. You see it? No. Could you highlight the text? Uh, it's this graph. Can you not see this? Oh, oh, sorry. You're not. You're in the wrong. Uh, <laughs> my bad. No, no. You know what the thing is? Okay. It's because uh, I'm not actually sharing the window. I'm actually sharing that tab. That's why. Here, let me sh- share the window. Oh, I oh. see. Okay. It's better now. This made sense. Okay, so yeah, this yeah, this black the, thing. This is us. So okay. lower body muscle mass change. Uh, total lean muscle mass change. This is like European genetics. These are South Asian genetics. Damn. That, yeah, look at that. But but it's because like weeks. most Indians are like under eating because, because that they don't see that kind of change. Uh like, are you talking about current stuff or what are you talking about right now? No, just the, based on the graph that you showed, if yeah. our genetics are yeah, superior, but we're not optimizing to is is that like body genetics or is that like overall like intellect, body? Yep. The current study has shown that South Asian men respond to resistance training exercises with increased muscle mass and function that these responses are of a similar magnitude as in white Europeans, even though it was like a little bit more. Further work with, the, they always say this at the end of every study, uh, further work with a larger sample size needed to be known, blah, 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 blah. Uh, um, but yeah, anyways, my point, my point with that thing really was the fact that is, um, no, if we, bro, that's what I'm trying to say. If we start eating right, if we start training, if we start doing the right things, our results are far yeah. superior to the other guys. But if we do the wrong things, if I, I'm, I'm, I'm brown and I have a white friend, we both smoke weed and we both eat uh, McDonald's or some shit, he's going to have way less damage than I'm going to have. I'm going to have more damage. So, yeah. so, but, but most of us, like most people in the world don't know how to eat and how to train. They just don't know, right? If I were to ask you right now, I'm sure I could find, figure out like 10, 20 different things that you're doing wrong. Most people in the world don't know how to eat and how to train. So, 
that's why most people including Indian people as well so so they're they're just on that side where they're eating bullshit and never training so they're gonna have bad fucking cholesterol they're gonna have heart disease they're gonna have diabetes and all that kind of shit but as soon as they start training and eating right they start making fucking massive gains but very few people understand how to train right and eat right as well so it's literally just a matter of taking action and you become better than the other guys yeah right like even my physique is actually far superior to most other guys' physique. But the thing is, I literally have this thing. It, this is something I'm going through in my life right now. Where for some reason, I, I, it's in my head that I don't think I can be good enough or something like that with respect to my physique or something. And I self-sabotage myself. That's what's stopping my gains to, from being the max. Like I will yeah. do well for like X many weeks and then I'll end up going doing something stupid uh, or like end up drinking. You remember oh. last time I told you I was like binge drinking or some shit at one point or something. I had yeah, like yeah, really yeah. good weeks and then I end up binge drinking or something. And then I, you know, I, I'm who's doing that. I'm doing that. That's not like my genetics are bad. That's like a, that's a self-sabotage coming from here. Oh, right. Because yeah. I fell off the fucking bandwagon because if I do it right for six to eight months, that's how I made my physique, right? Like that's how I got those results that I previously had. If I do the right yeah, things for yeah. six months, eight months straight, then that shit like compounds and you can see the results. But I'm the one that's putting a fucking monkey wrench into the thing every single time. And like I said, if a white guy drinks versus if I drink, it does more damage to me versus it does to him. Yeah. You understand? I see. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I had a thought. I forgot. Uh... We're talking bodybuilding, yeah, this, we're talking genetics, we're talking about girls or something. You're talking about like, does being brown affect you or something like that? Right. What was, what was like the last two sentences you said? I just had like a, a blank. Before this? Um, we're just talking about like how if Indian guys do everything right, you're going to have far better genetics and, uh, results than others. Oh, but yeah, yeah. if you I throw in a monkey thing. wrench and you do something wrong, then the damage to an Indian yeah. guy is way worse than the damage to another race guy. Okay. Yeah. So I had a follow up question. What do you do? You think um, that like basically? Do you think that Indian men's testosterone levels because they're not eating right and and doing things right? Um, do you think it's going to be like lower? Just I don't know. Growing up and. Uh, yeah, is, is that something that? Well, first of all, I don't think it's the. I don't think so. No, if you're gonna, first of all, I don't know if Indian Indian guys have lower testosterone. I don't know that, but if oh, they okay. do, if they do, it makes complete sense to me for two reasons. Because we have less food compared to like Westerners just in general, anyways. Like if you look at the country as like an overall or something, there's less food that people are eating per capita or something per per something or something as opposed to like here. Uh, number one, number two, um, dude, the, 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 the pollution and have you been to, when was the last time we went to India? Five years ago. Okay. Uh, where did you go? Mumbai. Okay. Did you, do you remember how the pollution and everything else was? Pretty shit. Straight garbage. Like, and I, I, I live in Delhi. So it's like literally the most polluted city on the planet. Right. So imagine living in an environment where 24, 7, 365, you're fucking carrying in toxins like all the fucking time. Yeah. Right. Like it's like you can take as many steroids as you want. You can take all that shit as you want, but it is still going to have a negative effect. Right. And, and not only on your muscle mass, but just on your health and testosterone is a marker of health. 
right? And like all this cholesterol and shit is a marker of health. Your lung capacity is a marker of health. It's not a, it's not a capacity of, are you a bodybuilder or something? It's a marker of health. Yeah. So it, it will just in general be down because of all that kind of stuff. And, and then if you're going to look at gen pop, they can't even afford to eat like good food and, you know, chicken and all that kind of shit. Even like oh, they okay. can't. Yeah. They, and, and, and so many of them are just vegetarian just because of the religion, religious stuff. So they're just not going to have testosterone producing stuff anyways. Um, so I, I can't really, yeah, I, I, all those studies and shit, like it really doesn't, I'm not swayed or convinced by any of those things. Anyways, there's a lot of shit that people yeah. say about India, but like, if you actually lived there, if you actually went there, if you actually saw any of these things, it's not a fair comparison for most things at all whatsoever. Like, I, I mean, it's like if somebody says, yo, why don't we have, we have a population of 2 billion of almost, uh, why don't yeah. we just think about it? Like logistically, just look think at numbers and statistics. Your population of 2 billion, right? Why don't we have every gold medal that exists in the entire planet? Like, why don't we have gold medals in hockey plus basketball plus soccer? You think we don't have more people than everybody else in the world? Obviously we do. Right. Do you think we, you think we don't work hard? We work harder than everybody else. Uh, you think, you think we don't, um, uh, we're not smart. We're probably smarter than everybody else. I, I'm just going to say, but we still don't have the top 11 in the world to get all the gold medals. And the reason for that isn't because you're not good enough. Yes. Yes. Our genetics are inferior comparatively. Yes. But there's also a bunch of other shit where like the best talent just cannot get up to the top because the corruption and shit is so bad. So it's like a, it's like a non point. It's like a non argument when somebody brings up, why don't you have the best athletes or something? Because the best fucking cream of the crop is never going to get there because of the fucking corruption and all that shit it has nothing to do with genetics and all that stuff there are some fucking massive freaking bodybuilders that exist in india there are some of them oh, like some yeah. ridiculous yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, bodybuilders yeah. that exist in india yeah, yeah but they're never going to get the cards and the this and the that and they're never going to uh, get enough money and all that shit to get up to you know any of these uh competitions or something here so it's something yeah. like that it's yeah okay and and so uh to change gears a little what was your life like growing up? Like, um, when you were growing up, if you had not like realized at 18 that, okay, I have the rest of my life ahead of me, would you have stayed in India and just continued on a certain path or had you always planned, okay, I'm going to move out of India? Uh, that's a, that's a good question actually. No, cause I hadn't planned on moving out as a matter of fact. Um, my, my, my life was just really random right now. Indian people can just do whatever the fuck they want. They get, it really doesn't matter. You want to be a stand up comedian. You fucking do that. That's big money and big fame and all that wow. shit. You don't know that stand up comedian. Oh my God. India's in, in, they're crushing it. Stand up comedian, uh, being wow. a stand up comedian, okay. you're yeah, crushing it, crushing it. Uh, yeah, you can do anything. Now you want to be a dancer. You want to be a musician. You you can do whatever you want right now. But literally, even in my time, like when I left engineering to do personal training, it never got even out of my head. I was just always, even in my head, there was like this invisible thought coming in from outside from nobody, from like the Indian audience or culture or something like, oh, this guy dropped engineering to do personal training. Is he stupid? You know, I just had that thought in my head. Like what are other people yeah. going to say? So I just never put myself out there. I just never made more content or something because I was ashamed of that decision or I just was, wasn't that confident in my confident in myself at that point. Um, but uh, yeah, so you mentioned that, was I going to leave? No, I hadn't planned on leaving. I planned on staying. Uh, but then I did my CSCS. I became the youngest strength and conditioning coach in 2015 or late 2015 or something. And then I applied for, uh, 
Then I applied for strength and conditioning at a bunch of different places. And I got through at McMaster University here in Canada, which is like the premier university here in Canada. I was the only Indian person and the first ever international uh, strength and conditioning coach to ever be invited over. Uh, and then immediately after I finished that, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was sick. Now, immediately after I finished that, I ended up getting to Harvard. So I was a strength and conditioning coach at Harvard. Again, the only Indian guy to ever be there, the only international uh, strength and conditioning coach to ever be there. Um, and then I crushed it there. And then, and then I went back home, uh, thinking like I got Harvard stamp and I got this stamp and, you know, now I can like demand some fucking money and it's all going to be shit. And I went back home and like this, like, you know, I remember the guys that were interviewing me were the same guys that I left the job from in the past. So they were like checking me attitude or some shit and like bullshit attitude. And like the other people didn't even know who I was. Some people were like, I told them I'm a CSCS and they were like, oh, you're a CA, like you're a chartered accountant. I'm like, no, motherfucker. I'm a, you know, it's like something completely different. Um, and then I had uh, a, a, an interview with like the CEO of, uh, there was another uh, uh, fitness club called Anytime Fitness, I think, in India. Yeah. And I had the, I had an interview with him. Uh, and, you know, like when I went out, I went there on my own money. Like it cost me like 20,000 Indian rupees to go for my interview or something. And they said, you know, you're going to, yeah. you're going to do this. You're going to do that. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then ended, nothing ended up happening from that. So like I ended up wasting my money there. Like a lot of bullshit happened in India after that, 2016 onwards after that. And then I, and then I think I was also thinking, and my parents were also thinking, hey, you know, well, fuck this country, just fucking leave. Um, we'll find, just do something outside or something like that. So that's when I decided to leave in mid 2016 late 2016 something like that i decided like fuck it i'm just gonna leave from here and then i applied for like a very basic diploma here uh and i came here and then since then i, I feel like i've been crushing it <laughs> that's yeah that was the goal that's the plan nice okay <clears throat> yeah very nice though what do you got? What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you want to know? Like, what is it something that you wanted to know? Do you want to know about money? Did you want to know about like bodybuilding history? Did you know about girl? Do you want to know about girl history? What was something that, what are the things yeah. that you want to ask me? Yeah, no, no, I, <laughs> I blanked again. I had a follow up question okay. to that one, but, um, yeah, that's what but, I said. Uh, take notes. That's what I said. If you want to take notes in the middle of it, do it. Cause, cause I, I know how true. my mind works and I just literally take notes in yeah. the middle of the thing. Because otherwise, I'm not even no, listening. I'm just thinking about the thought in my head that I don't lose this thought. Then I'm not even listening then. True. Yeah. I mean, I I remember most of what you said. It's just, yeah, the environment's a bit distracting. But, um, yeah, yeah, I can tell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I guess let's, yeah, another topic that I did want to discuss was like, well, money and then girls. So sure. which one came first? And... Did you have any like coaches um, starting out or did you kind of just figure out everything on your own? And uh, uh, yeah, how did you get to a point where you're like, damn, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. Um, so actually, the girl, let's talk the girl one first, because I think I think that's far more important than money. And the reason why I think that is because I think I think everybody gives money far too much importance, in my opinion. Everybody makes money. Everybody can make more money. If you just start working towards making more money, you will find some or the other outlet to make more money. Whether you're an employee, whether you start off your own gig, whether you do some side hustle shit, uh, anything you do, you can end up making more money. I feel like money is not really that big of a thing if all of your concentrated effort goes into making money. 
So I don't think that's that big of a deal. Uh, and like, I mean, I'll give you an example. Like anybody that's doing anything right now, like you're doing, I, I, I always rip on subway guys. Always. I don't know why. But I'm like, if you're doing a fucking bullshit subway job, like my point is like, you're a subway job. Like, you know, that's what I mean. Like you're doing a bullshit fucking okay. uh, subway job, minimum wage job on the side for the next three months, learn coding in three months, you learn coding, apply for something, get and end up getting a job to start off with. Your starting salary is going to be like 40, 50 K at least maybe 60, 70 K. And then you just keep making it more from there. So for a subway guy that starts off at 20 K, you immediately get 40, 50 K and then you can keep going up the ladder once you go from there. So money's not that big of a deal to me. Yeah. Once okay. you start making money, okay. it's not that big of a deal. However, yeah. there's schools for making money. There's programs for making money. I even joined one. I'll tell you about that after. So the, 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 that's all there. The reason why the girl thing and the game thing and the pickup thing and all that shit always called out to me or something, I've always found it interesting um, I never got the girls that I really wanted in my life in the past. Uh, that's what I felt. That's what I felt like. I just, I, and I also just wasn't as good with girls as I wanted to be. That's also something I felt. And the most important thing, this is the part that I think is an oversight. Everything that we do in life, ideally, everything that we do in life, if you really think about it, is actually to get a girl and to maybe have a family and to have like a good, happy family, married life, blah, blah, blah. You get, you become, people are becoming doctors, engineers, lawyers, or whatever the fuck else and making infinite amounts of money so that they can end up getting a girl and you know, like a higher quality girl or some shit in, in India. That's what they do. You know, he's a doctor. He's now fucking in oh, yeah. the choosing fucking position or some shit. You know, he's going to get like exactly, a good girl. Yeah. yeah. And same thing with engineering and all that kind of stuff, right? They're doing it to get girls they're, That's why they're doing their entire career to get girls for status and for girls. Um, what was the other side? Oh yeah. Why is everybody, like even when I started off or when you're probably starting off, you, what did you say? I don't have a good enough physique or something. And I think that's not going to be attractive to girls. So you don't want it for the cholesterol, the lipids, the health markers, the energy, the feeling, the self-confidence, the self-esteem. Yeah. You want it to get the girls. Like everybody wants everything to get the girls. People buy the Lambos and the Ferraris and all that fucking shit to get the girls, to impress the girl, right? Everybody yeah, does everything yeah. to get the girl. The funniest thing is, for some reason, getting girls or talking about girls or talking about getting girls or any of that shit is considered taboo. And that part doesn't make any sense to me. Why? Everything everybody has ever done in their life has always been to get girls or to get the girls that they want in their life. Right? So why oh. the fuck is getting girls or something such a taboo thing? Um, that's the part I never understood. Secondly, people teach you how to make money. Yeah, people, people teach you how to become doctors. People teach you uh, how to build muscle, all that shit. Nobody teaches you how to get girls. Yeah. So how the fuck are you supposed to learn how to get girls? Yeah. That that first point is actually really, really a really solid point. It's a very taboo subject, and why? I yeah, I mean yeah, that that's a good point. Like we we spend a good portion of our lives trying mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. find you know. You uh, want the best mother girl, for your children, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like of course. Yeah. And yeah. The person that you want to spend like 30, 40, 50 years with, you want to like her all the time. You want her to love and respect you for you. You want her to appreciate you for you. You want her to be your support system. You want all that shit, right? You don't want just any girl. Yeah. Like you want the perfect fucking girl. Yeah. Right? So I don't know why people don't teach people that. right? Like people will make yeah. all the money in the world. Yeah, they will yeah. marry or some shit, the wrong girl, then they'll get divorced and then they'll lose all of their shit. 
and then they'll yeah. cry about it and everything else. So, but the, but the thing was, it was so easy to avoid that shit. It was so easy to avoid that shit. Had you just chosen the wrong girl, uh, right girl, and then set her up in the right, right. way. Um, yeah. There's something about uh, like you, you, maybe you don't. Well, I, I, nobody knows this, I guess. I think because I mean I mention it, but I never I've never made content about it. But my expertise ideally actually isn't even about picking up girls or you know closing like having sex with them or some shit like that. It's, it's none of that shit. Yeah. It's not. It's actually, you, honestly, my expertise expertise is about how to build the perfect relationship. Nice. Yes, that's the skill that I taught myself. Is how do you set up the perfect relationship with your girl? whoever your partner is yeah but i've never made a fucking piece of content about that because most people can't even get their fucking foot through the door to get the girl so how are they going to set up the girl yeah right that's why i'm teaching them pick up and teaching them how to approach girls and building the confidence and what opener to use and blah 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 blah, all that kind of shit because finally it's not even the first girl that you get because think about it bro like how many so here's the other thing that's why i like game and all that shit too and why i put so much money and effort into it how many good doctors do you know I mean, like, what, like, a lot. A shit does. Oh, you do? Okay, because I, I, I was going to say none. I was going to say none. Like, I know a lot of doctors. I don't think they're all good. I think they're, like, fucking barely some of them are good. In my opinion. Okay, no. let's just let's take, another, let's take another example. How many engineers do you know? Uh, yeah, quite a few. Uh, all of them are good? But yeah. I mean, okay. just, well, a, a good portion of them, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to tell you, so I'm going to give you my experience, right? I come from India. We're mass producing doctors. We're mass producing engineers. We're mass producing chartered accountants. We're mass producing lawyers. How many of my friends, because I know my friends and everybody else and everybody else, I know all my colleagues became engineers. I wouldn't give them a fucking project if my life depended on it. Okay. Because I know that Why they that? did it for the degree because they're not doing it because they wanted to be engineers because they're just doing it because engineering is a status. They don't, they're not actual good engineers. They graduated with that thing. So the thing is, most people that do most things in life are bad at it. Because they they think they're forced to do it because they have to do it for money. They have to do it for status or some shit. No, nobody wants to do what they want, what they're doing. A lot of people aren't doing what they really want to do. That's why they're not good at yeah. it, right? Because they're doing it for a fucking paycheck, right? Similarly for doctors and all that shit. Now, my parents are both doctors and I know how good they are. And I know how good other doctors and everything else are. And I know how fucking bad they are. Like I know how fucking bad other doctors are. So the example there, so I'll give you another example. I don't know if you know, but how many good personal trainers or coaches do you know? Maybe like three or four. Okay. But you know, so here's the thing. I'm from the fitness industry, right? I know hundreds, if not thousands of fucking coaches, bro. Maybe I know like five good coaches and I, I know everybody. I know yeah. everybody. And I know like five fucking good coaches. That's it. Maybe. So think about it. There's like a thousand plus fucking 10,000 plus coaches or some shit. And I only know five good ones. So my point is anything that's worthwhile in life is a needle in a haystack, right? So why the fuck would you think that the first girl that you ever come across or the third girl that you ever come across is going to be your dream girl? And that's my point because everybody marries their high school sweetheart or the second, third girl or the the, the girl that came up and fucking fell into their lap or some shit like that. Most people don't have more than two, three, four girlfriends or five girlfriends or something. And when I say girlfriends, I'm not saying be a playboy. That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. But the thing is they have no standards. They have no self-respect. They have no boundaries. The reason why they're with these girls is because these are the only girls they have access to because they want sex. Every man wants sex. These are the only girls that they have access to. Which is why they have to be with this girl that treats them like fucking shit. And then they will end up putting a ring on that shit. 
right? And then they will yeah. fucking ruin uh, uh, ruin that thing afterwards when she also stops sleeping with them anyways after they get married, and then she rips them off for fifty percent. But the point is, all of that shit could have been fucking fixed <laughs> if you just did a little bit of game, found the quality girl that you're looking for, and set up your fucking relationship right off the bat. Yeah, honestly, or whatever else. Like the point is, I'm just saying, how much game you have no idea how much game I've done, how many approaches I've done, how many quality girls have I found so far? One, and then another one like recently or something. Like maybe, like maybe two or three. After speaking to so many fucking girls, how many quality girls have I found? Like maybe three. Uh, why are they quality? Oh, these ones. She treats me like a fucking king. She treats me like a fucking king. Right, like I mean, I, I don't want to sound cocky or some shit like that, but I know, like in my heart of heart, I feel at this point, if Idris Alba came up tomorrow and was like, "Hey, girl, you want to come on my fucking yacht?" She's not gonna be like, "Okay, let's fucking go." She's not gonna be that girl. Like I know what she's like, right? But I know so many other girls would fucking do that because she likes me for who I am, right? And and again, I set up that fucking shit. Like I set up who I am. Like I have to be a strong man with a strong frame. Know what I want in life. Know what my boundaries are. Like you know, give and I give her respect and I give her love. Like I give her the things and security yeah. and all that shit that she wants. So it's always a give and take, right? Like I mean, she doesn't give me a king and I treat her like shit. I, it's like a give okay. and take kind of a thing, right? But the point is, like after so many girls, I found like one quality girl or some shit, right? So that's why I feel like game is so important because everybody at the end of the day wants to get married and have kids and and a family or something. But the but the biggest thing that you're committing for your entire life, the person that you're waking up next to, the whose face you're looking into, and all that kind of shit, twenty four seven three sixty five, nobody makes the effort to find the right one. Yeah. Or or to you know understand how to keep them happy and how to help them keep you happy and set up the relationship and all that. Sh- nobody works on that shit. That's a, it. Doesn't it? It boggles my. It breaks my brain. I don't understand it. Now, do they not work on it and think about it at all? Or, because, like, I mean, like, your your viewers and, I guess, uh, the people that you've helped, have they, you know, only put their time into work and it's like, all right, well, if I work hard, then I'll, I'll get girls later? Or it's like, I tried to figure out how to get girls but it's too hard and I don't know where to start. And so, you know what? I'm just going to focus on work. It's literally all over the board. It's literally all over the board. Yeah. Um, so I'll give you an example. I have like a bunch of young, uh, Indian guys that, you know, uh, they worked with me too, but they were, were friends too, you know, they, and they, they've done my website and everything else for me. One of these guys, uh, was like an, inc- actually they're both incels. We're both incels or maybe one of them still is, but you know, the, his brother came to me for coaching and he's like yeah. a black belt incel dude, right? Indian dude, black belt incel guy. Uh, and we ended up getting him laid. I, I don't know how long it took us four weeks, six weeks. I forget how long it took us. Right. But the second it happened, yeah. it like opened up his mind that I'm not an incel. I can actually get girls. I can get the girls that I want. I have multiple options. All that. It's like that. And it's like that thing, wow. that freedom, that freedom occurs in your head, you know? So, yeah. so, so he knows that he can get the girls and all that shit if he wants to. Now he still hasn't done as much as I want him to, but at least he has, he knows that he's not an incel and he's not stuck with one girl. Because prior to that, he had one girl, the only girl that he'd have, he lost his virginity to. And then he was going into the whole one-itis thing and all that stuff. And all that stuff comes from scarcity. All that shit comes from scarcity. Yeah. Um, so that's that. So the other, but now they're both saying the same thing, which is, uh, no, I'm going to work on money first and then I'm going to get the girls. And most guys do that. But if, if I, if you ask, if you put a gun to their fucking head, and you ask them or something, then the truth of the matter is they're not doing it because approaching girls is hard. 
right? Because they've just never done it. Because the, bro, approach anxiety is a thing, right? So like that's yeah. why most guys don't do it, right? That that's why most guys don't do it because it's hard. They yeah. think it's hard. It's yeah. actually not that hard. It's but they think it's hard. Yeah. It's like jump. It's like doing the first thing. It's like just doing it for the first time and then doing it again and again and again. It's like it's not hard for me at all right now. It's like very easy for me right yeah. now. But but yeah. I remember the first time that I did it. I remember that like my my heart was beating like nine thousand beats a minute. I remember I was thinking like my mom can hear my fucking heartbeat back home in India. Like I remember how that felt. I felt like I was gonna die. I remember that shit. Yeah. So getting over that fear is a very and and the fear isn't just that you're gonna die. The fear is like the social rejection. What if she rejects me and this oh, person yeah. sees and that person sees and what if that person says says it to that person? It's that thing that they fear. That's the fear that you have. Like oh that person. But you know what the thing is? So and because these guys are young, most of these guys are young between 18, 21, 24, 25. So they think that they had their entire life still to go. So they're gonna do it. The irony of the thing is, it's easy to do it when you're young because nobody gives a shit about anything, uh, and everybody forgets yeah. things in like in like minutes. And the irony is, the other guys that are older, like when I did it when I was 29, and the other guy did it when I was 28, and I help other guys that are doing it that are older. They keep going like, man, I haven't done it forever. Is it too late for me? Where do I find girls? Because it's hard to find girls. Like when you're in school and uni, it's easy girls are everywhere and you already have yeah. social proof you're a student so they know that you're not a serial girl they know that you're not a murderer blah, blah, blah. they know all that shit and you're their age and everything but when you become 28 29 it is a little bit hard a little bit harder to like approach girls on the street because it's like a completely random stranger you have to build up social proof and all that shit you know what i mean so so it, it's ironic that's what i'm saying people do it for all of the reasons that you mentioned above they, they do it because they think I'm going to make money now. I'm going to get the girls after. But the truth of the matter is they're kind of pussies. They're scared. Uh, and the other one is, uh, what did you, what did you say was the other one? Oh, they've tried it, but they failed. So they tried like a few times and then they fail. I had this other Indian dude who, uh, was like trying to rail on me on, on Reddit. Of course, he was like, Oh, yo, tell people to make fucking 90 approaches and then not get any girls. I'm like 90 fucking approaches. 90 approaches is fucking nothing. I mean, it takes like 300 to 450 approaches. If you're starting off to get your first lay, I mean, like it took me like, I, I was doing, uh, outreach 200 plus 300 plus outreach every single month to get like uh one sale, like that 90 approaches is yeah. fucking nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, especially if you're starting off, it's absolutely nothing. So they have no idea of what real numbers and everything else looks like. Um, there's that thing, there's that thing. I mean, there's like so much, it's, I mean, it's all across the board. Um, I, I keep mentioning this example because it's one of the best examples that's out there. I had this 28 year old white kid, uh, who, uh, really nice engineer makes six figures, bought his own house, right? So on his way to financial freedom and everything else has bought his own car and yeah. everything else. Not that he was a virgin because he used to crush it when he was at uni and stuff, uh, but he hadn't slept with a girl in like five years. Okay. Right. So five years he hadn't slept with a girl and, and he's, he's telling me that he's telling me like, you know, bro, the other girl, uh, my other friends are getting married and shit. Uh, and the girls that they're getting married to are fucking disgusting pigs and they're fucking treat them like shit and all that shit. But he still feels left out because they still have girls and he doesn't have a girl. Even though he can clearly tell that they're not happy, clearly they, he can tell yeah. that they're not happy. So he's doubly scared. Like, first of all, I don't have a girl. Secondly, what if I end up getting a girl like that? Because I don't want to end up with a girl like that. So I don't, not only do yeah. I not have a girl, but like now my standards are so low. I, I think I might actually settle for that shit. So, you know, all that levels of multiple levels of fear. But the first five days that we started, uh, we, uh, we started working together. I had him go out and talk to girls. He spoke to his first girl in the first five days that we, that we started working together. The first 10 days, he ended up getting a number. And in the first five weeks, he got laid okay. for five years. Yeah. 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 And you could tell, like, he was like, he was like, 
and then he's just like <sighs> like you could you could tell the way that he was on the group calls and coaching calls like he was like tensed up and like all that shit and then as soon as it happened like it, a balloon go a balloon like a, a thing, the thing pops in your head right the bubble pops in your head it's like okay cool cool cool, cool. there's nothing wrong with me no, no no i can do this shit and it's all good it's just i can just i just have to do it again you know something like that but like before that you yeah. feel like uh, it's the end of the world i'm never gonna get a girl and i'm gonna i'm gonna get a horrible girl yeah, 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 yeah. all that kind of shit it's like the endless fucking yeah. loop in your head yeah the spiral thing yeah yeah <clears throat> plus i mean if you want me to go even further like i have yeah. Like, I made a video about this like why men should never get married um, like well, there's a lot of reasons but like the major the, the, when I say a lot of reasons like I mean the, the, actually the only major reason has everything to do with the law because the law in the world right now no matter where you are is just made to fuck men that's it it's just made to fuck men no matter what happens like it's always like if, if you break up or some shit she's always gonna take 50% and you're gonna have to pay this thing and pay that thing it's just it's endless non-stop fucker it's bullshit um and that's it and the thing is i'm not getting why should i have to like go and get like paperwork signed off if i just want to be with this person why can't oh, i just okay. be with this person oh okay that's right like why, if i love this girl this girl loves me why do i have to get some fucking random retards uh signature or something that my love is cool or not cool or some shit I can be with the same girl. I can have kids with the same girl. I can fucking build a house with the same girl. I can build a life with the same girl. I can be with the same girl forever. But there's no requirement for me to like have a document signed on that shit. Interesting. Okay. Right. And then there's more to it too, which is like, again, and this is, this is the part where the whole, um, finding the right girl thing comes up, but like for all the wrong girls or some shit, but it's, it's like women have this thing in their life where their end goal really is to get married. And to have family and kids, yeah. but like get married. The, the thing that they raise up from the ground up is to get married. That's their end goal. Yeah. Right. But as soon as they get married, that goal is done. That biggest life accomplishment that they wanted to do for their personal life is done. Okay. Right. So now there's no, and this depends on the mentality of the girl, obviously, obviously, but now she has no reason to behave well, to treat you like a king, to respect you, to respect your boundaries or some shit, because now it's just accepted that we are married. You don't have any other options and you can't really fucking do anything. So the whole thing fucking falls apart. There's multiple reasons for all of this shit. I got even, I have a whole video on why men should never get married or some shit, but yeah, I'm not saying don't fall in love. Love is one of the best things and the best feelings and everything else. You absolutely should fall in love. Even if you've heart, been heartbroken before, you should still go for it. Because what is the point of life? What is the point of life and making all the money and all this if you can't really share like a good bond with someone or something? It's like, what's the point of making all this money if you're never going to spend it on anything? Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? So I'm not against love and marriage and all that shit. It's quite the opposite. I am. That's why I'm teaching guys how to get girls because I want them to get the girls that they want. I wanted to build a happy life with a girl that they want, not some random girl that they, the only girl that managed to go out with them, the only girl that the algorithm swipe them with, you know, and not, not some girl yeah. that oh, their parents like uh, match them up with. Like it's, and it's not like I hate this, you know, dislike that arranged marriage thing. I just feel like if you're happy with it, cool. But if you're not happy with it, like if you, then, then I, I feel like it's one of those things, like a guy wants to build his own resources, like money, wants to get his own girl yeah. and wants to hunt kind of for his own food and wants to have like that thing, like, uh, you know, has his own fucking physique and and uh, knows that he's a threat, like uh, can defend for oh, himself and all that sure. shit. There's certain things that I feel like a man 
as these things like oh okay no i'm a man because i can do all of these things so like getting a girl yeah. is absolutely one of those one of those things in my opinion yeah yeah and and i also feel like um it's like yeah if you if you if you're just given a girl and she you know she falls in your lap and you don't do any work for it you don't know you know what you're capable of like what kind of work you need to do to get the kind of girl that you want you're just kind of like accepting anything that's given to you and yeah that's that's also i guess the, the fallacy right because now you're just basically accepting something in your life that's that's hard and and it, it, it basically can't be done in your mind i don't know no i i think i kind of get what you're trying to say what if they uh, but is the is the girl a quality girl or is it is the girl not a quality girl like, no, which no, one? not a quality girl it, oh, it's okay. just she she just like falls in your lap and you know ah, okay okay so yeah so well so first of all if it's not a quality girl you're not going to be happy anyways because <laughs> why would you ha- be no, happy with like a not quality no, no, girl no I, I was saying yeah yeah, no, I'm not saying. But like, but I I, I think yeah. I see what you're saying too. Is it like you're saying? Like, let's just say like my parents fix me up with like a really quality girl. It is true. If I don't know the oh. bad quality of girls that are out there, I will not be able to appreciate and respect this one. That's also true. So y- you need to know what's out there so that you can value the one that you have. Right? Yeah. Because otherwise, you just don't know what you have until it's gone. That everybody keeps saying that, right? But nobody actually practices that shit. Like I'm, I'm not with my girl because I don't have options. I'm with my girl because I chose, I choose to be with her. Do you understand? So that's that's completely that's different freedom. So now I choose to spend time with her. I choose to make time with her. I choose to do things for her. I choose to buy things for her. I choose to to get us experiences because I want to be with her. I want to keep her happy because I chose her. As opposed to if you yeah. don't have an option, then you don't have an option. Then, then there's no need for you to be doing that shit because, or or you do it out of desperation or some shit. Oh, I hope she doesn't get mad or angry because she's going to leave me. Let me buy her this fucking ring. Let me buy her uh, two exactly. iPhones. Let me buy yeah. her. That's a That's a different thing. You're not, you're not doing things out of love. You're doing things out of fear. Yeah. And it's like scarcity and all yeah. that shit. So it literally, the whole thing just fucking falls apart at that point. So, and uh, I mean, I don't know how to put this, but like more than 50% of marriages right now end in divorce. Right? That's a oh, yeah. known statistic. Yeah. But the best part is just because 50% of marriages end in divorce doesn't mean that the remaining 50% are happy. Right? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. The rest of the fifty yeah. percent just didn't divorce, but that doesn't mean that they're happy. So we don't know what the what the fucking ratio of actually happily married people are. Because I actually had another one of my, my one of my best friends. He actually said the same thing. Because I told him like, no, the only reason I'm against marriage is because of the fucking way the guys get raped in court. Like I don't want to do that shit. I, I'm just not up for that. So he's like, oh, oh, there's a very easy solution for that. I was like, what? He's like, marry an Indian girl. So, you know, you know why? Like, because like in the Indian culture, it's like a shame to get divorced. So I was like, that's a fucking yeah. awesome solution. Like you want me to shame her into staying with me forever. Like, so I'm not happy. She's not happy, but she's not going to leave me because we're going to be shamed to be together. It's just, that's a very dumb method of thinking it, uh, you know, thinking about it. Like, I mean, that's, I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't, get, I mean, I, you know, he's my friend and I think he was like possibly joking to some extent, but I just felt that was like really dumb. So, yeah. um, Yeah. Bro, there's like so much to it. It's like, there's so much to it. Like men and women are just so 
different, but we need each other. We want each other. We need each other. So we just don't. And then, you know, there's so much hatred out in the world right now. Uh, like men hate women, women hate men, all that kind of shit. Like, I mean, it's just fucking ridiculous. Um, there, I mean, I even make videos and shit about, I have to do even more, but I'm making videos and shit about, uh, how to give your girl the best orgasms. Like what sex toys to buy her? How do you make her, how do you take her to the next level? Uh, because that's kind of your job. And here's the best part. I'm a male. She's a female. I'm a healthy male of the species. She's a healthy female of the species. Sex is supposed to happen. And sex is supposed to be the thing that keeps us like, uh, what's the thing? The the physically intimate and mentally, emotionally intimate connection too. So why would I not want to give her the best goddamn experience that she's ever had in her life? Like, why would I not want to do that thing for my relationship or something? But again, nobody talks about that shit. Nobody fucking talks about that shit. Nobody talks about that shit. Like, and if I'm like, if I have younger brothers or some shit, I'm going to be like, bro, smash the fucking shit out of your girl. And this is how you do it because you yeah. want her to treat you like a king. This is how you're supposed to do it. Do this yeah. thing, buy this toy, do that thing, do that thing. And then they all come back to me like, bro, thank you. Oh my fucking God. They get a fucking thank. Have yeah. you seen those memes or those jokes where they keep talking about like, um, this girl, uh, you know, they keep talking jokes about like the, the old lady that didn't get fucked or some shit. Like she's always in a fucking grumpy mood or some shit because oh. she didn't get any, because that they actually yeah. function like that. Right. Like if you, but if you do her fucking really well, that she literally, it's not that it's the, the thing makes her feel emotionally intimate, connected or something like that. Like my, 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 my man can't wait to like ravage me. Like he loves me so much. You know, that thing, yeah. they literally behave. They literally, their, th- their thought processes are different, but they don't, un- but like most general guys don't understand. Like my dad didn't teach me this shit. He doesn't fucking know. Th- as far as I know, he doesn't know this shit. You know, like none of my brothers yeah, exactly. taught me this shit. They're fucking morons. Right. So I yeah. had to go out and find this shit. Uh, literally how to fucking build a good marriage, but God forbid you talk about fucking sex or, or some shit and it's fucking too taboo. Good job. Let's just everybody fucking lose our relationships because it's too taboo. It's, it's so hard to, yeah, (laughs) talk about all these different topics that, yeah, I mean, frankly, just, just to be able to have a community is, it's, I mean, I, I, I'm just saying like, from from the coaching group that we did and to be able to talk about that is is so valuable because yeah you know i can't talk about it with family can't can't really talk about yeah, it no i don't know even with friends like no yeah you can't yeah i mean i can't really i mean i can to some extent life. but it's different yeah. Yeah, yeah, to some yeah yeah so the only people that you have to talk about is like i guess other guys in your situation yeah yeah and it's honestly, it's really hard to find. So this is the part, like, I think this is why the Red Bull and everything else gets such a bad rep is uh, because it's really hard to find guys that aren't out there to like just screw over women or get shit from women. Like, for example, if you yeah. like even in our group or something, nobody there was like trying to get shit from women and like screw them over or something. Like all the things that we discussed and all that stuff is all from like the like a positive thing. Like, you know, like. I love my girl. I really want her to us to yeah. be happy. Like, what are the next things that we can do? How do I take her? To, we're still talking about sex and all kinds of fucking freaky kinky shit too from time to time. But it wasn't like in any form of disrespect or something. It's like, no, I want to build something even better with my girl. And that guy said the same thing. And that guy said the same thing. And I've been in other groups and coaching groups and all that kind of stuff uh, that, that they just don't, they just don't like girls or some shit like that. It's just, you can tell from oh, the way yeah. that they speak yeah. about them, the way that they, the things that they do and all that kind of stuff. It's like very, it's very, it's very hard to find a group of guys that are open and want to discuss these things, but also not in a toxic way. So. Right. And yeah, that's, that's what I just, I'm, I'm extremely happy. I was able to find that group. 
Now, I, I am curious, like, um, how many coaches do you have and and how did you decide, okay, at this journey, at this point in my life, I need a coach, you know? Um, so I've actually had a lot of coaches. I don't know. How, how many coaches do I have right now? I don't think I have any right now. I don't have a Before, single coach right now. Yeah, yeah, no, I've had a lot of coaches. I paid all the money that I made last year, all my money that I've ever made, I've only invested into myself via coaching via di- for different things. Uh, whether it was yeah. pickup-based coaching, dating-based coaching, bodybuilding coaching, multiple, multiple, multiple different bodybuilding coaches, uh, business mo- um, masterminds and shit, like other mentorships where like a little, literally a single call cost me like 1500 bucks. If you start Googling on my channel for like mentorship calls, you're going to see like a bunch of them. Yeah, a single call cost me like 1500 bucks. Uh, sales coaching uh, and stuff like that. Like r- fucking all kinds of random shit. Uh, I even like worked with therapists and stuff in the past, which I'm not a big fan of anymore, by the way. I used to be a big fan of, but I'm not anymore. But yeah, so the, but the, but the reason for that is actually pretty simple. Um, you can read infinite books and get the knowledge and everything else, but it t- takes time to read a book. The book has been written by a author uh, via his point of view. Uh, once you, it, first of all, it takes time to read a book, then it takes time to apply it. And then once you apply it, you don't know whether you're doing the application right or wrong. Right? right. Whereas when I start working with a coach or something, and, I, and I've read all books on fucking bodybuilding and fucking drugs and steroids and this and this and this and this. Uh, and a lot of the times we, we just go and overcomplicate shit by going into like so much depth about the, the education or something. I mean, we're fucking up something really basic. So when I started working with my first bodybuilding coach uh, or my second bodybuilding coach, uh, or actually my third, sorry. Um, I, I realized that what I was doing was the basic shit was, I was doing the basic shit wrong. It wasn't like my fucking drug cycle was something this or my fucking carb cycling was this or something else. Was it. Like I was doing basic fucking shit wrong that he called me out on. Right. So if I had been trying to like problem solve by myself, I wouldn't have found that shit. But like having a, a, a coach with me just made me figure out that, yo, dude, this is what I'm doing wrong is something completely different. Uh, I've used this example multiple different times. The the Black Bill Intel guy, right? The guy that I uh, ended up getting him right. laid. Um, he also was working with me for a body transformation, right? And uh, he asked me, he was trying to lose weight forever. I told him to do a certain something. And then he asked me, what do I do about blah, 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 something. I forget what he was. But he's like, I, I got stuck here and I don't know what to do. So I literally wrote two words or three words, three words, right? For which he paid multiple thousands of dollars. Like, Thousands of dollars per word. Like I, I wrote three words. Okay. And, and he replied back to me saying, um, what did he say? He's like, that's it? Something like that. That's what he said. He said, that's it? I was like, just fucking try it. Just why don't you just do it? And like literally the next message yeah. was, bro, I did it. Right? So my solution to yeah. him was three words. But that, but the thing is that three words required me 15 years of experience and going through every single book that I knew to figure out what the answer is. And that I could give it to him oh. in three words, like that, right? Do you know how many books he would have to read and all that kind of shit to get? So that's where the coaching thing kind of comes in. It's like, I have read all, all the books in the world and I know, I mean, not all the books, but like I've read a decent amount of books in all kinds of different things, but there are other guys that are out there that have done the same shit for three years, five years, 10 years, blah, 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 blah. So why not just pay these guys some money? Cause they will problem solve the shit for me to get the results that I want to get. That's a great point, actually. Just, Whatever problem, whatever specific problem that you have, you're able to ask it and and get a specific answer to your problem. Because yeah, there's a lot of like general 
um, advice on the internet um, about, you know, how to get an elite body. Yeah, I was going to give you the example of that. Everybody can find all pieces of content on getting an elite body, but nobody has it. It's not lack of information. It's quite the opposite at this point. Right? Yeah. So, and the thing is, everybody thinks that what they're doing is right too. That's the other thing. It's like, I mean, I had this other guy who sent me a message or something. He was doing a bench press or some shit, right? And I was like, and he was like, oh, I can't do this or blah, 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 whatever it was. And uh, then he was like, okay, fine. Send me your video of your bench press. And this dude was, um, what was he doing? He was, uh, he, he was, take, so I'm like lying down on a bench, right? So he was yeah. unracking the bench like this and then benching. And then putting it back into the rack like this. I'm like, bro, you're doing a tricep extension max because your yeah. bench press is so goddamn heavy. You're doing a tricep extension max to get it into position. And then you're doing it and then you're coming back. No wonder your triceps are fried and it's so hard for you to go up. So I told him like, no, okay, do this. I sent him another video of like this other guy. I was like, okay, this is how you should unrack. Like, talk, it should be like this. This is how you should be unracking. Yeah. It shouldn't feel like anything. And then you bang it out and then you put it back. And literally the next message was like, oh my God, bro, you're a genius. But I'm not a genius. Yeah. I just, I just did it for 15. But he doesn't know that, right? He didn't know that. It took me, it took me one right. look to be like, oh my God, because I don't know what people are fucking up, right? Until I see yeah. it. But you have to, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like he could have done that for the rest of his life. Until someday, some guy, because now nobody even tells you in the gym, oh, you're doing it wrong because, you know, nobody wants to get into trouble. But, you know, but yeah, but yeah. He, as soon as he sent it, that's how I figured out that he was doing something wrong. So, and of course, blew through his fucking plateau, uh, fucking put on like five or six pounds in like eight weeks or something. Natural guy. Yeah. Like fucking insane. Yeah. Um, I forgot what the point there was, but. <laughs> well, coaching can be helpful if. Uh, Bro, so here's the yeah. other thing. That's sorry. This is the other thing I said. Money, you can make all the amount of money in the world for the rest of your life. Yeah. All the amount of money in the world, you can make it for the rest of your life. But there's one thing that you can never buy back. What is that? Time. Time. And even better yet, you can never buy buy back time in your youth. If you want to smash girls, you want to smash them at the age of 30. You don't want to smash them at the age of 55. Right. So if you want a fucking six pack and fucking big guns to smash these chicks because you want to have higher SMB and all that shit, it doesn't help you to make like $10 million by the age of 55 and then do that to like try and fuck these girls. Cause like you want to do that at the age of 30, right? So doesn't it make sense to pay a coach like five grand or some shit, get exactly what you want in the next six months and be with the girls that you want to be with in the next six months because you have the rest of eternity to make five grand. I fucking grand. Exactly. You understand? Or 50 grand, whatever it might be, whatever the number might be. You can always make more money, but you will never get that time in your youth back. Right? I can right now have like zero savings right now because all the money that I use, I invested, but none of it has been wasted. I don't like rue any of it, like none of it. I even, I think a lot of coaches just took my money and fucking gave me nothing. That happens a lot, by the way. In fact, that's, that's more the trend. They, they take a lot of money and they don't give a genuine fuck about me. They don't give a genuine fuck about Kate and say, they give me like a stupid fucking program, like a cookie cutter shit. Um, like I spent, I spent, I think I gave a guy like three grand or something for like four months or five months or something. And I think I exchanged like 50 messages with him. So I think that those 50 yeah. messages cost me like 60 bucks a pop, some shit like that. And out of those 60 messages on WhatsApp, most of them were me repeating the shit that I'd already told to him. Like I had to, you know, like 120 a pop because he was, he didn't know who the fuck I was. He didn't know what I was talking about. Nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a big name coach, but he didn't give a shit about me. So that that's happened multiple times, by the way, like they have given them money, but they don't give a genuine shit about me. 
So, uh, but still, but the point is, it's okay, cool. I, I learned from my mistake. I'm not going to give this guy money again. I'm going to find another good coach or something. I, I'll, I'll learn from the next guy. You know what I mean? Like something like yeah, that. So it's yeah, okay. Because I, I can always make the money back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And and also, like, I guess a lot of coaches nowadays offer, like, payment plans. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Lots of coaches so, do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh Cool. I think yeah, I think that's all the questions I had for now. Uh, yeah, I guess last question. What what kind of advice would you give to people new in the self improvement journey and I guess just, just trying to change their lives and how to start out? Trying to think what would be like the biggest thing, the deepest thing, the most important thing or some shit. Um, always use a condom. No, I'm just joking. Uh, what the fuck? Would, what would I say? I mean, I think, you know what? I think one of the things I would say, well, actually, there's a couple of things. So one is, uh, one, I think for self-improvement is actually the identity thing. Um, figure out methods, try different methods, all kinds of shit that you possibly can to get into the identity of the person first that you're trying to become. Because then the actions kind of just follow through. And this is the biggest problem with why I fail my bodybuilding goals and shit. Because my identity hasn't solidified that I am a fucking, you know, I, I can make this most insane, insane, incredible physique. That identity hasn't, identity hasn't solidified. Because if that identity is solidified, I would never fall off track ever. Because the guy that's at 6% body fat and is fucking huge and jacked and ripped or some shit doesn't go out with his friends yeah. and drink alcohol. He doesn't do that shit. He's the guy that already has everything meal prepped, but that identity hasn't solidified. So I don't have, since I don't have that identity in the spur of the moment, I do fucking random shit. You know what I mean? Uh, I signed up a new client right now. It took me a long time to like push him over his objections because that's the other thing with uh, sales and, and especially coaching personal training clients is like most people have lost for for good reason. Most people don't have confidence in themselves because they're not where they want to be and they you know, they, they've tried again and it's like, they've watched so many Instagram videos and blah, blah, blah. They ha- they're not where they want to be. So they've lost confidence in themselves after dieting down 20 times. So he did not want to work with me because he didn't want to work with me. He, and I asked him this shit too. He, he didn't want to work with me, but I know why, because he doesn't have faith in himself that he can do it. Yeah. And it's very hard yeah, for them to, the yeah, uh, it's very hard for him to like mention that thing. So I think, uh, so right now we plan on something where he's going to start off in six weeks from now or something like that, because he's going somewhere and he's going to propose to his girl and all that kind of shit. And he said like, you know, I don't, I want to go there and I want to, you know, eat anything I want and drink anything I want. But the truth of the matter is that's, that's an excuse because it's, it's, it's almost like saying, I want to make like, I want to make, I have zero money right now. I want to make a lot of money. And I told him, okay, we can, you start working right now. You can, we're either going to make 50 grand or you make going to make a hundred grand. Um, and, and either which you make is going to be more than what you have right now. So you're going to be a success either which ways you're going to be a guy that made a lot of money, but what he's doing is he he tried to postpone it because he doesn't know that he can make the 50 grand or the hundred grand. He's like, no, I want to postpone it because I'll be back and then it'll be more free or some shit. I'm like, nah, bro, because he doesn't fucking actually trust in himself because if he did trust in himself, I know that we could get him like 10 pounds down before he goes for his photo, for his, uh, proposal thing and the memories that he's going to make for the rest of his life, I can have him 10 pounds to 15 pounds lighter 
within a month or something. So that memory that's going to be immortalized, I can have a much better picture for him already. But the truth of the matter, the absolute truth of the matter is he doesn't believe that he can do it. That's why he's not even trying to do it, right? Because had he failed, at least he would have tried, but he's not trying because he doesn't even believe. Right. So all that other stuff is bullshit that uh, this time, that time, there will never be a perfect time for anything in anybody's life that it just doesn't exist. Right. So, so that the first thing is the identity thing. If you can figure out the identity thing and come closest to how you can make the identity thing, almost everything in the world is going to become easier. Like, I mean, my identity is not the average Indian dude that doesn't get girls. My identity is like the Indian James Bond. Like I know I can fucking get girls. Like I'm the, I'm the exception. I'm the exception. So I know that I'm going to get the girls, but all the other guys don't get the girls. All the other Indian guys don't get girls, but I have, I'm my identity is literally the exception. I am the exception. So like, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter to me if she rejected me. I just go to the next girl, the next girl, the next girl, you know, some shit like that. You know what I mean? Um, so that's that thing. Uh, that's that thing there. That thing. Oh, and one other tiny little thing I would say is like, learn to give yourself credit for the shit that you do and the shit that you accomplish. Um, this is just a thing in my life. I've literally never been told, like I've never been told and never been, you know, like that. This thing just kind of like never happened was like when you accomplish something, like somebody pats you on the back, that just doesn't happen. So I never recognize when I make progress or anything. That's why I said like at the start, uh, that made me feel good because I don't see yeah. the things because I don't give myself credit for it because it's never happened in my life. But the thing with self-improvement, yeah. like again, that's what I said, no matter what I accomplish, I, I got a f- sickening physique. I finished off game and I had amazing results. I made a lot of money and all that kind of shit. And I still end up feeling empty here and there. Uh, or worse, I feel like I'm exactly the same guy, but I'm definitely not the same guy. I still end up feeling like I'm exactly the same guy that was clueless, lost or something at 18 years old, but I'm not the same guy because I've never given myself credit for that shit, right? So learn to give yourself credit for that shit. And I know this uh, for a fact because when I do MDMA, uh, I don't know if you've ever done MDMA, but when I do MDMA, so that's like a, that's like a, that's a molecule that produces, that's a chemical. It's a psychedelic that produces love, the feelings of love, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So when I do MDMA, I look at myself in the mirror and I feel so much love for myself and I feel so much gratitude for all the work and the effort that I, I never feel like, oh, you accomplished. I never feel that way. You know, I never go like, oh, you made X many thousand dollars. I never go like that. It was like, oh my God, man, you worked so fucking hard. You went to throw, through so many seminars. You didn't, you went through so many calls. You went through, you studied so much. I never get, I'm never thinking in my head, you made X many money or you made X many girls or blah, blah, blah. It's like, Oh my goodness, you were so scared about all that shit and you still fucking did it. I always yeah. give myself credit for that shit. That's the shit that comes up. So that's what I realized. Is like, and why is that trip for me so special? Why do I love that drug so much? Because when I do that drug, it literally gives me the shit that I don't give myself in the real world. So, so the more self-love. you can learn to do that thing, yeah, yeah that self-love thing and the self-recognition, the self-love and the self-recognition thing. Uh, and this is something that I actually learned from Andy that I really liked. What did he say? He said, once he accomplishes a big goal, now he doesn't do work for like a week and he just sits and basks in that glory and introspects and writes and all that shit. And I think that's fucking brilliant because if we, because I don't do that. I, one goal, boom, what's the next goal? Boom, what's the next goal? What's it? And it's like, but, but if you don't sit and just bask in the glory of this thing and, it, and recognize it, then it's kind of... It, it's gone. It's like, you don't remember it. It's like a never ending fucking, it's the never ending rat race of self-improvement, which will never end. Yeah. Right. That's uh that's yeah, that. Yeah. So I think those are the things. Things. whatever your thing is, bro, just take a fucking yeah, right. vacation yeah. or whatever you want to do for like a week. Just do it for like yeah. a week, yeah. you know, just, just, yeah. but you're celebrating because you accomplished a huge goal. You're giving yourself credit for, for doing the like huge goal kind of a thing. 
<laughs> that was good, man. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, yeah, same. It was it was great just getting to to learn more about you. Thank you, thank you for uh, thank you for doing this. Thank you for asking me the questions. Uh, you w- wanted to ask me about, about finances. I'm gonna make this really really quick about the whole financial thing. Um, I I invested yeah. into a business mastermind thing. They explained to me from the ground up how to do like how to make your own coaching or servicing program and then market it and sell it. Uh, and they explained to me sales and then I got into sales. Uh, sales is one of the highest paying skills. And also that's one of the other reasons why I wanted to do pickup too, because pickup is exactly the same as sales, except it's way more personal, right? Because somebody can say, I don't want to work with you because I don't think you're my right coach. Or I don't like your program or something. But when a girl says, I don't want to be with you, it's like, it comes to you, right? So you got to have to, you, yeah. you have to like, you have to like do that thing. So you have to get over that thing. That's why sales is such a huge thing. That's why everybody keeps also going. And I also, I completely agree. If you can do door to door sales for the three months or six months, absolutely fucking do it. Door to door sales will crush you, but it'll also build you up because the first week will fucking yeah. crush you, but it'll also build you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if you can do door to door sales, you can easily do pickup. You can do pickup. You can easily do normal sales. If you can do pickup, you can pretty much do everything else without having to fear uh, pretty much anything. Pickup was one of the biggest things yeah. in terms of self-improvement. The biggest things in terms of self improvement. Um, That's a great point about door to door sales, though. Just it's 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 going up against it's going up against fear every single time, and and you're basically facing your fear every time you go to talk to a person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually, I actually have a really good story about that. Um, uh, this girl, um, some girl from a charity, I forget who represented a charity or some shit. <clears throat> She's just a normal student in uni. And she came to work for like a charity or representing a charity or something. Door to door sales. She knocked on my door. She's like, Hey, I'm from Hope Foundation. I do this, 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 this. Uh, would you be up to donate like uh, X many dollars? And I think not only did I think I was on the phone, I was doing something. I was like, No, sorry. I'm, I'm good. Thanks. And she like held the door a little bit. No, are you sure? Because like there's so many kids. Like I can show you this thing. She like held the door and she's like, Well, I was like, No, nah, really, I don't want to do it. Long story short, she fucking stayed there for 15 to 20 minutes. And literally convinced me. And I was like, and I just, I just was like, I have to give this girl my money because I, I just respect what she fucking did. She's only 19 years yeah. old. And I, like, I mean, I don't want to yeah. be a misogynist or some fucking bullshit like that, but I didn't expect a girl to have like that many balls and, you know, stand her fucking ground or some shit, like a young girl or some shit. I was so impressed. I was like, dude, you're fucking going to make it. Like there's, I don't know what the fuck you do. You're going to make it. Because she just did not take no for an answer. For 50 bucks for a donation for some shit, right? She didn't take no for an answer. I was like, you fucking deserve it. You're a legend. Um, and she like won me over just by, just by persistence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it was insane. I was like, yeah, she's, she's going to crush it. (laughs) Yeah. I I love rewarding, uh, just, just behavior that's like so out of the box. And it's just like, I, I'm sure if, yeah, I, I saw the same thing. I'll be like, okay. Yeah. This yeah. this is really like, cool you deserve my money. Role, so. Like yeah, you you yeah, you exactly. you made these you 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 fed these kids like fifty bucks. You deserve my money. Like you're insane. Yeah, I want yeah. more people like you in the world. That's what I want. That's what I'm paying for. Yeah. Really. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. yeah. Cool. Awesome, man. Uh, thank you so much, Rowan, for doing this. Thank you for bringing up the questions and such. Um, I know for a fact that the other guys are gonna get like a lot out of this. Uh, do you want to like introduce yourself or just like let other people know or something that uh, who you are or what you do or yeah. something? Is there something that you can help other people out with or something? Yeah, for sure. So, hey guys, I'm Rohan. And uh, basically, it, um, yeah, I mean, you, you, Andy said your name, Keaton. 
but I know it's like <laughs> Kathan, right? Kathan, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, basically, uh, Kathan and I were in the same like coaching group, which is like self improvement. And honestly, that that group like basically changed my life. Um, I yeah, you know, I'm just trying to get to a to better place with health, wealth, relationships, trying to balance it all. Um, actually, yeah, I, I did electrical and computer engineering. Uh, <laughs> you, you like data okay. science, yeah. Okay, of course. <laughs> so, but okay. but yeah, I'm like really into to bodybuilding actually in the like past few years. Dude, know, check like, out all um, of my playlists. I'm not even like I'm not even saying it's because my shit. Just fucking check out all of my playlists. Like go through the food stuff, go through the nutrition stuff. I have like 15 years yeah. of X in 15 minutes. Like literally 15 years of protein in 15 minutes. 15 years of training the best training rep ranges in 15 minutes. Cool. I have like yeah. all of, yeah. I have literally like a video. I have like infinite shit on there. I literally don't even know what to tell you. Uh, like what to guide yeah. you towards. Like, I mean, there's like a, how to build the unfailable diet. Like it's unbelievable. Just go through, just, I don't know what you're stuck with when you're stuck with something or if there's something you struggle with, tell me, cause then I know that I've already done a video or something about it, but it's. Check yeah. It out. No, I, I think like recently the thing I realized that worked really well for me was just daily accountability. And, you know, I started working with, uh, uh, one of the guys in Andy's group is, uh, coaching, but, uh, basically, um daily accountability and just like it took me three weeks of hey eat 2400 calories every day to actually have it registered in my brain and i like cut out all of like you know i i had these like rules in my brain like oh i can only eat clean food i can only eat natural food and once i removed that and you know i, I started eating outside food i started drinking supplements i was able to like actually achieve those calories and and those macros and and now it's like yeah you know I can do that now now I like remove that block from my brain so it's it's really cool I'm I'm excited uh, on that to, to be on that journey but yeah I'll also definitely check out your content because like there there is a lot I still don't know you know I mean I'm still like barely at the beginning of my journey I've only been working out for like a year now. Oh, 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 sorry. This is the second time you brought it up. So I wanted to bring this up. This is one of the, uh, this is an additional thing about, you know, what would you tell someone into self-improvement is uh, don't stress too much about what's the next thing and try not like blitz through your self-improvement. Like don't, don't, don't stress about blitzing through your self-improvement, I guess is the thing. Uh, like, like, because I do that to everybody does that. Like I want to get this goal and then I want to go to the next goal and then I want to go to the next goal. But it's like, um, you're going to end, you're going to die. You know, if, if, if that's not the time that you, you can like sit back and relax or something. Like, I mean, you kind of want to like enjoy the process uh, throughout the entire thing. And I know it sounds cliche and that's spiritual thing, but it's it, again, with me accomplishing so many fucking goals, that's what I realized. Like I'm always stressing hard in the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And then it's only when it ends, then I realize, like, Oh man, that was actually fun. You know, that day was really fun. And that day was yeah. really fun. And that day was really fun. And, and it's not, it's never the days that I made fucking huge strides or wins was the fun day. It was just like, even the really, really bad days, I got rejected so many fucking times. That was actually a decently fun yeah. day because I learned a lot and that's the day that I became better. You know, some shit like that. That's just a, that day that I was dying and I couldn't do any cardio or some shit. Looking back, that was yeah. a fucking fun ass day. You know, but on that yeah. day, I hated that day. But so it's one of those things is like, uh, don't stress that much about getting to the end goal because it will literally never end. It will literally never yeah. end. So try to just like chill and enjoy yourself all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, definitely just taking off a lot of the stress and pressure from my life, health and time, and just like, just I I know I'm trying my best, you know. 
and in whatever I'm doing, I'm trying my best. I'm just going to keep keep going until, you know, never quit. Keep going until I hit all my goals and then keep going for more. Yeah. So, Let me add one more thing, actually. One more thing. Yeah, if it's sure. even so, if if anybody wants to like, this is like next level kind of shit for self improvement or anything. If you it's it's it, just do it as an experiment for two weeks. If you can't do it for like a month, ideally you can because a month is nothing to be honest. But just do it as an experiment for two weeks to like a month. Don't watch any TV, Netflix, video games. Like just don't do any other dopamine binge worthy shit. Just don't do them, right? And just continue with your normal life. And try and do the best that you can. And it's going to be so goddamn magical. Like you're going to suddenly realize there's so much fucking time in the day. Like you never fucking, you never understood it before. It's going to be magical. Like, you know how everybody's like, oh, there's not enough time. There's not enough time. There is so much time during the day. It's actually, it's, it's mind boggling. But cut out all TV, cut out all Netflix, cut out all video games, cut out all that shit. You can still watch like educational stuff if you want to watch it. And, you know, of course, read books and all that stuff. That That's all good. But like, the dopamine binge worthy shit, if you just cut that shit out, it's going to be so fucking magical. Like, I, I can't explain it. I just want you to do it. Just do it. And then you tell me what you feel after it. It's like, there's no way to explain it. It's just, it's just, it's, it's magic. It's like, a, I really give you like a magic pill in like words. Just do the thing and then see, see what you feel like. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> awesome, man. Uh, thank you so much, Rohan, for joining us and doing this thing. Uh, I'm sure everybody else is going to enjoy this as well. Um, guys, if you enjoyed this, uh, please help me out with a like comment share subscribe so on and so forth with the youtube algorithm uh leave your comments in the comment section below what was the most important part what was the most interesting part what else is there something if you want us to discuss or if you want us to do this again or something um besides that i love you all and i shall see you all next time is there anything else that you want to say right at the end no man i just uh, really appreciate you know just having this uh chat with you and yeah it's been a lot of fun and, i definitely uh, yeah. enjoy it yeah all right awesome guys see ya bye <laughs> All right, bro. If you enjoyed this video, please help me out with a like, comment, share, subscribe, so on and so forth with the YouTube algorithm. Check out a bunch of my client testimonials. Check out my own body transformation. I even have my the transformation of my own uh, mom on this thing as well. Um, in tier three of my coaching, I actually help you guys get the girls that you want. I help you guys get the pickup skills, the social skills, uh, self-esteem, self-worth skills. I help you guys become financially independent. All of these things come up in tier three of coaching. So if you want to transform your entire life, starting with your own body transformation, fill out the calendar link in the description box below and besides that i hope you all have a great evening and she'll see you all next time peace